Hello and welcome to a new edition of Foodocracy for Her, where I speak to women entrepreneurs in the food and beverage industry in Mumbai. And we've got a very, very special guest today. We've got Urmila Julka, ma'am, uh, who runs a restaurant called Hazara in Mumbai, which was established in 1947. So which means that it is as old as uh, the modern state of India, our, our country. Um, we're going to understand a bit about the history of Hazara and her family, and then go into talking about her. Hazara is a Punjabi uh, restaurant. And, uh, you know, when we talk about restaurants across India, the first thing which comes to mind when we talk of Indian restaurants is Punjabi restaurants. But there's a reason why there are Punjabi restaurants across India and across the world. And a lot of them came up during the time just after the partition when the modern state of India was born. And uh, the history of Hazara, in a way, uh, exemplifies that. So before we start talking about uh, Urmila ji on her uh, family and her history, I'm going to talk to her a bit about the history of Hazara. So welcome, ma'am. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. It's an absolute pleasure uh, to have you on board and, and to learn about both the history of your family and then the amazing work which you've been doing in taking it forward. So uh, thank you so much. So ma'am, can you tell us a bit about the history of Hazara? And I believe it was your father-in-law who'd started it. So a bit about how they came to Mumbai and how it all started. Actually, uh, before when Hindustan Pakistan was not there, it was one country. We were staying there, and during uh, uh, partition, all Hindus came into India. Some set up into Delhi, some Punjab, some here, there, and our community they came to Mumbai, and they set up in Puliwada. So there was no Hazara restaurant over there. It was just barracks of uh, military governments, some places. Whatever uh, construction was there, we had to accommodate ourselves over there. So my father-in-law, they got a chawl and uh, a very huge room they had there over there. And uh, actually, I was not there. I was not married. Even my husband was a very young, school-going boy. So my father-in-law purchased the property over there. It, and his it name was? And, and your father-in-law's name was? Hukum Chandamal Julka. Hukum Chandamal. Yeah. So he purchased a property over there. There are about uh, 16, 17 shops are there. Wow. So in front of that uh, property, he opened a restaurant and called it Hazara. It was wow. Hazara in Pakistan in Khyber. So Hazara is the village which he came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Earlier. In Khyber, so, so after so, that, for Hindustan, Pakistan. After that, how how fascinating is that? And so for people who are not from Mumbai, and and even many in Mumbai who might not know this, Koliwara refers to places in Mumbai which are actually originally the fishing villages, and the yeah. Koli community, the Kolis are the original folks of Mumbai, and they were the fisher folks. So there's Sai and Koliwara, then there's yeah, there Koliwara, Koliwara. There are many Koliwaras in Mumbai where the Koli people used to stay. But yes. during this uh, uh, war, people went here and there and that place was empty. But, but Kolis was staying there. So that's why it was called Koliwara. So there's a big Punjabi uh, settlement at Sai and Koliwara, I understand. So my father-in-law, they had no business. They started, uh, they started a small restaurant, uh, simple, and he, somehow, I don't know, by the grace of God, 
he started uh, selling fish <laughs> so and there's a punjabi selling fish imagine yeah, you you yeah, normally associate yeah. punjabis I, with I you know know. dal makhani or tandoori chicken yeah, and here punjabi all, selling fish all that he started with a small scale whatever he had knowledge but kolibada uh, main is uh, now famous till now in five stars also if you go abroad in menu hotel menus in indian hotel menus there is fish is called fish kolibada yes so so it is very interesting that when you look at punjabi food when you go to punjab there are certain dishes which you see in dhabas and then in homes but when the punjabi community moved across the country and across the world then they created their own dishes taking the local choices so in kolkata which is where i have grown up there is for example the torka dal you know which is the green moong and kala masoor dal which has become very popular there made in bengali halls houses then there is the bhatta which is called the bhatta you know by <laughs> you know with the with the chicken and the shredded it's, eggs uh, very states they have little it yeah. yeah and and i have not seen Even that outside of calcutta language also there are differences coming the way you speak yeah, so similarly yeah. in mumbai uh, the most famous dish one of the most famous dishes of mumbai right up there with the vada pav and the pav bhaji and the misal pav is the yeah, fish koliwara yeah. is is a fish koliwara in fact when i when i came to mumbai 20 years back uh they they used with this my place you might have visited my house a restaurant yes yes and i recently had the fish koli wada from your restaurant for my husband was also there yeah yes so husband. i he was my husband and and, and he is your husband wow yeah yeah i'm sorry i lost him he was master in law so he was yes. starting they had they were three brothers younger two were uh, working with my father in law but when he finished his studies so he started join he joined my father in law in the business and all the progress he did my father so he was he was wearing graduation gown in the picture yeah this there's a convocation picture convocation picture for law when he got when he got degree or llm llm and was that in mumbai or did he go somewhere else to study no in mumbai university mumbai university and yes, how did you meet and how oh in in the church gate uh, mumbai law college in in the bombay uh, bombay traveling traveling is not uh, a problem in mumbai no no i'm saying that in the, in church gate there's a law college i yeah, think that is the same college from the same so college it is very interesting so i grew up in kolkata so i i came to mumbai in 97 and mm-hmm. and my second company where i used to work in advertising where i met my wife uh, that was in naiman point so i should go to church gate to go to naiman point and we'd get out and the law college was just over there and there was uh, satkar law college only law college yes. only and before marriage my parents used to stay at marine drive okay okay so you're a south bombay girl yeah. and and both you and your husband are born in mumbai actually you're... he was born in pakistan even i was born in pakistan but when the, at the time of partition i was 6 months old so i don't remember anything of So you're almost the same age as my mother. So my mother was born in Dhaka, in in Bangladesh, but she was born in August, so the same month as. You and August, you and I am born oh. in August. So you're the same age as my mother. How wonderful! <laughs> so my my parents were born on East uh, uh, Pakistan, and then they were in India before the partition. So uh, so you know we used to have the fish koliwara, and it was so popular even in different restaurants in Mumbai, like. you know there were the stalls yeah, and the restaurants it's become very common now yes so when you think of mumbai you think of vada pav you think of misal pav you think yeah. of pav bhaji and 
you think of the fish koliwara and this is the family this is the restaurant how it all started so what was the inspiration between starting fish because it is not that common a punjabi dish though in amritsar of course there's a sole and shingara amritsari machhi but it's not that common among punjabis right? maybe maybe the place was koliwara and yes. people living there must be having fish over there maybe business so they they introduced uh, new new dishes moghlai dishes then slowly slowly chinese dishes all this we have a liquor business also yes we have a big place uh, about 200 people sitting accommodation ac as well as non ac non ac so how did you meet your husband uh, was it so arranged it was, it was an arranged it was arranged from family ladies to ladies or ladies they picked up and he got so did you eat at the restaurant before you marry him married him yeah, yeah yeah so did you decide to marry him after eating in the restaurant no at that time i was not coming we were not allowed that time i married very i got married very early 18 years old okay. at that time it was no pre pre time was not there i yes. met him two three times somewhere out somewhere out and and yeah. then um, Uh, tell me your, your father in law when he started the business in pakistan also was he in the uh, when he was in uh, undivided india was he then also in the catering business or did he start it uh, when he came to mumbai no i think they were into some cloth business okay. it was new thing for my i am very proud of my father in law to migrate from uh, new to a new place where you don't know anything yes. there is no your uh, marketing nothing you know and yes. you start a business a thing like it has gone up to high so high level no it is amazing like what people like hukum chand ji did really i'm proud yeah. of him proud of my husband also and now i'm and proud of myself also we are we are proud of you your your granddaughter akanksha uh, who's helped us connect is also so proud lovely, of you lovely person lovely and and all of us in mumbai are proud of you because you've given us such a world famous uh, dish No, ma'am. I want to ask you something about, uh, uh, especially people like your father-in-law, your parents, who had to leave everything and and start afresh. Now, when I've met some other people also like that who run Punjabi restaurants, like in Bandra, there's Punjab Sweet House. In in Ford, there's Moti Halwai. Uh, they tell me that uh, there is no regret. I mean, there was a lot of pain in in having to leave home, but. for them it has been all about starting a fresh giving something back to the city so i would like to know how does how did your father in law feel that having to leave everything come here what what was his mindset was he ever bitter that was, uh, that was a natural thing everybody had to come because of war hmm. so i can't say what did have he thought but because of uh, all calamity they migrated from pakistan No, but at in the that, year at that time it was not Pakistan. After yes, that, it was India. But it was the, the, for 1947 only they came. 
So in the time when you knew your father-in-law, did you know him to be someone as someone who was very bitter or upset about what had happened? Or was he going on more? Saintly man. He is a very saintly man. He used to worship uh, Guru. He had some Gurus. We also met all Guru here. And down to earth. Very simple. And I feel personally... Yeah. You were telling me about your father-in-law and, and his... And I, feel, I, I was just uh, telling you he was a um, devotee of some saints. You might have heard about Nandir Sahib, Sachkhand Gurudwara. Yes. So all Gurujis from there, they used to come to our place, our stay in our house. I used to serve food, tea, whatever is the time. Many, many people used to come and we used to uh, enjoy serving them. So I think in their blessings or my father-in-law's blessing, I am alone handling this restaurant. That is their yes. and blessings are with me. It is indeed true. In fact, I must say that you know, whenever I've met Punjabi families which have been uh, displaced in the partition and they've started, uh, you know, new businesses and I've had the fortune, like today, to meet uh, their, their descendants, they've always told me that their parents had a very positive uh, spirit, a very for forgiving spirit, a very compassionate spirit, very, uh, you know, this desire to give back to society. And, and people like you, Urmila Ji, who are the next generation, have taken this spirit uh, ahead. So I find it very, very inspiring that they lost everything and then they started afresh. And like you said, ma'am, it's it's their blessings, their inspiration uh, for really, all of us. I really feel from bottom of my heart, I know that I'm blessed by their blessings, blessings, prayers, their efforts. I am we have been able to carry out all these things. And and we because are for you. Because I am 75 years old. To run a restaurant with liquor bar and other so many departments we have to tackle. I'm able to do because of their blessings and uh, prayers and all that. And also like the way they had introduced you to the business. Tell me ma'am, when did you start uh, getting involved in the family business? Actually, first I was a housewife. Yes. But uh, before marriage, our uh, life was quite... Uh, I am from a royal family. My... A father's brother was ambassador to Bulgaria, Dr. Wow. Gopal Singh Oban. Wow. And my, my chacha, you can say. Then he was a governor to Goa for many years. Wow. So we used to stay in Marine Drive, going to see Saitla. Our culture was a little different. But uh, our education and living standard and uh, our parents gave us uh, uh, education and uh, etiquettes. So whatever, everything means a, a lot to me nowadays. So that things all always help me now. So uh, uh, when did you start uh, getting involved in the family business? Yeah, I you was, said you were high. Yeah, I was a housewife. We were, uh, we, are, we were in a joint family. My father-in-law, my mother-in-law, three brothers, three wives. And we, somehow we were enjoying living together. We had two flats in Sion. So slowly, slowly, my youngest brother-in-law got separated. Then we, the two brothers and myself, my Devrani, we used to sit together. And they, both the brothers, my husband and my uh, younger brother, younger to him, they were doing the business and we were housewife. But uh, this was uh, unfortunately when I lost him, 
I had to come in. Uh, before that, I was doing only banking for him, at home only. We had our gas business, so I was doing only banking for him, making at that time RTGS was not there. Every day used to make uh, RTG uh, drafts and all that. So I was banking for him. Then, uh, otherwise, I was not involved in the business. In fact, Urmila ji, I must uh, commend you on this, and I must say that often people assume that uh, you know women are only about housework or looking after children or cooking. But I must say, in every family, and what you said, my mother, my wife, like the way women maintain the finances, whether it's of the house or in your case also the business, is I don't think any man can do that. And and we have a lot to learn uh, Thank from you. Me. Thank you. Thank you. So, which means that uh, at a rather later stage in life is when you took on the restaurant business when your husband uh, uh, passed away. Yeah. So, uh, what made you take up the business then? Because you could have given it to a manager, you could have sold it off. Uh, what inspired you to take no, on the business? I was uh, very enthusiastic as a lady. And uh, I'll tell you frankly, for one year I went into depression. It was a sudden door. Uh, shock on me. So my elder daughter, she took charge of the business and she took care. I was very sick. Oh. Are we there on the line? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay. We are there. So it, it was a sudden shock for me. So I fell into depression and all that. My elder daughter, she took a, she took she took charge of the my business and restaurant was all on the this thing uh, staff only but mm. slowly slowly after taking treatments and all that i started coming and going to the business i, I enjoy that i enjoy wow wow Urmilaji. i mean i'm doing i'm doing all progress in my restaurant uh, we had two businesses so one was which i told you that my daughter my elder daughter took charge so that slowly slowly i took a major partner so he is doing because it's a money matter business, lacks of. So I don't want to get involved because I'm stay alone. So I took a major partner and uh, he's taking care of that place. And restaurant whole and soul, I'm enjoying, I'm doing. It's not an easy job. It's a very tough, tough job. Many departments you have to tackle. But I'm doing, I enjoy. <laughs> so Urmila ji, I must say that I have so much respect for you and and you, your smile is so, your smile is so inspiring. So when when your husband Harbansi uh, passed away, and and it is not easy. Uh, my father passed away when I was pretty young, so my mother was still very young then. So it is not easy to and and like you said, for you to admit that you fell into depression and that you had to take into treatment. But the fact that you came into the restaurant business and decided to start your life afresh is so inspiring uh, for all of us. You won't believe, you won't believe my husband did not allow us to go to our restaurant also. We children were going out for the, uh, I mean dinners and all that, but we were not allowed to go to our restaurants. After, yes, because, uh, after yeah. he passed away, I had to take care of the, my business. I don't, no, just now also I feel that he has left a child for me, a small child. And I had to take care of it. So wow. he's, uh, he's my, uh, I can't, what should you say? He's left a very precious thing for me. 
so that I should take care. So every six months, I do some renovation in the in the restaurant. Now I take this portion, uh, gallery portion, family, uh, this thing, main board. So every six months, I keep on do changing. So this time also requires all these changes also. Modern. That's such a such a wonderful way of looking at that. So Urmila ji is seventy five today. So I mean right now. So which means plus, plus uh, seventy, yeah. Plus seventy. <laughs> seventy plus. So, uh, uh, plus seventy-five. Plus seventy. I'll be seventy-six in August. She's going to be seventy-six next uh, August. Yeah. So which means that uh, she was in her mid-sixties when her once she passed away, and it is not easy at any age to deal with the loss of a loved one, of yeah. one spouse, and the fact that uh, you know she looked at the restaurant which she left behind as their baby as her baby. And now for people who, uh, just to give you a bit of a context, um, Hazara is a restaurant in Sion, and it is what one might call a very uh, blue collar restaurant. It, in fact, it is uh, extremely popular with uh, the taxi yeah. drivers. And, yes. and Sion is a hub for all the taxis in, in Mumbai. So it's a very honest, it's a very hardworking restaurant. And, and you know, the food is excellent quality. I've tried it. The pricing is also very approachable and of course they... one thing i would like to say yes why i'm so successful i don't compromise on the quality because fish, i saw that because fish is very expensive yes. even if you go to other restaurants now they'll take uh, rawas half rawas and half uh, basa and they'll mix it yes we don't do yes. that we don't do that so i i don't compromise on quality so I saw that. I saw that when I tried your food because I tried the prawn koliwara. Such... No, I I had actually during the during the lockdown, uh, the I had ordered in food from Azara. So I, since I couldn't go during the lockdown, I had one gone once to Azara, but that day I was very tired, so I didn't go inside. So I ordered food in. But I'm saying that despite you know traveling, the prawn was so juicy. The yeah. fish, the rawas, which is Indian salmon. And there's also what you call a duplicate travers, but this is the good quality and one. Another thing, another thing we take care of, we don't use frozen things. Yes. Every, every night, every night when we close our restaurant, we order non-veg, fish, chicken, and morning 11 o'clock people come and serve. We don't do frozen, we take fresh things. And I saw that in the quality of the prawns. If it is that frozen is, prawns... That's why, that's why it's not frozen, it's fresh. It was so juicy. You know, it was not overcooked at all. Then I had the I had the chicken, Malwani chicken and the mutton masala. Uh, so again, uh, see, they were spicy because, you know, that is how the food of Mumbai used to be. That it's is what the audience wants. It's a demand of guests. Yes, so that is the sort of thing which it is. But such tender quality, you know, the chicken, the goat meat, both of them such tender quality and it's cooked in the bone. You know, the way Indian food used to be. It's not boneless. It's meant to be cooked on the bone and it was such... Uh, good quality uh, food. So, but, but you know, it, it is also, you know, a, a, a bit of the lost culture of Mumbai because the new restaurants which are coming up are not like that. They're not the sort of restaurant which Hazara was. And it's authentic, Hazara, authentic flavor. It's authentic. Yes. authentic flavor and an honest heart. And Hazara is the sort of restaurant on which Mumbai was built, which is why I can understand why uh, Hukum Chanji, uh, her father in law, or Harbansi didn't allow them in because it was not really the sort of place where women used to go to 
uh, eat. Yeah. But from that, for you to take it on and run it, how amazing is that? So how did you feel? Because you were entering a world which, which you'd never entered. You were kept away from. So you must have been a bit scared. I could, no? have, I could have done. Uh, at but that time, I was through depression. Since it, uh, my, ch my children told mommy, we'll get good rent. But one thing I told you, na, I felt that my husband has kept a baby for me. I have to. I had him some uh, inter, uh, some feeling, some inner feeling with that moral. I mean, what can I say? Some uh, inner heart say it was coming. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. So when I go there, I feel I'm meeting, meeting my husband. I'm going. This is my second house. I'm going to meet yes. my family there. So I love. Yes. So and what could have another, another section for uh, families also? Yeah, of course, of course. No, sir. So a lot of these restaurants in uh, Mumbai, the second or third generation one, as they have progressed, and when families like yours, I've also seen it. Say, lucky restaurant in uh, Bandra and Mumbai, which is uh, you know this. But with time, the next generation also creates sections for families or air-conditioned sections and they make it progress. So ma'am, I'm sure you played a big role in uh, helping Hazara grow over the last 10 years, your little child. So what are the you things which you did? What did you do to keep it current? What did you do to help it grow? Uh, now I am going through little... Uh, I had gone through my spine surgery four years before. And then uh, five months before uh, knee surgery, my health is little little weak now, but still my courage is still there. So I'm sure, ma'am, and I'm sure the uh, blessings just, of just, everyone who eats at Hazara would be with you. Yes, I, go ahead, please. Yeah, whenever you come, please call me. I'll come there. I will. I will. Please come. So I, I used to twice a day. I used to go there. Is it is it on, sir? Uh, just one minute. Please go ahead. Uh, you were saying you should go twice a day. In the morning, I'm always in the kitchen. In the uh, restaurant. I go by, by 12 o'clock, I go there. I'm always in the kitchen. See the cleanliness, how they work. Uh, all the masalas. Masalas are the same. From the beginning, masalas. We never added any new, this brand, this brand. We never added. So morning up to 12, uh, from 12 to... Go ahead, tell us. Okay. You are telling us about morning, the kitchen. Uh, kitchen. So, so one thing, the staff is very scared if somebody is there to have a check on them. So, but my staff is, and luckily, again, my father-in-law's blessing, all those saints are blessing. My staff is very old and very, very good also. And uh, we don't work with less people. We work with more people so that uh, there is no hassle-bustle in the kitchen. There are five sections over there. One is Tandoor ka section, one is uh, Mughlai, Chinese ka section, Mughlai and uh, section. Then there's a Chinese section, this side and opposite side, all the machines are there. Coolers and machines and icebox and all that. And outside the restaurant, we have a counter, barbecue counter. That we start in the evening, 6 o'clock. So morning I spend all this, then evening I always go and do my paperwork on what my part-time manager is there, keeps all records. So I cross-check all those things in the evening, make all the checks for the properties, the people, 
whatever we purchase, liquor and all that, groceries. So I make about, every day I have to bake 12 to 15 checks, maybe sometimes some more also. So evening I spend over there. And uh, when all this restaurant is full, I just lag out and check in the restaurant so that customer guests know that some owner is there. But yes. I don't uh, stay there for longer. They drink and do, do yes, that. Yes. And that yes. atmosphere I come in. Yeah, then they'll be worried that, uh, you know, their mummies around them, you know, then they'll be in very people, good behavior. Many people, they all are old people. They ask, I'm madam, I am. I don't tell them to call me madam. I say, Didi Bolo, yeah, auntie Bolo. I don't want to become madam. So they call me. So, Rinasi, I just think it's uh, so till you took on to the business and uh, when you were in your mid 60s, you had not done any of this at all. So how did you I, start doing this? I see my starts, uh, my uh, staff as a family. I never called them servant, manager, barman. They are a family. So they also feel I treat them as a family. So they give me respect also. A lot of respect they give me. So did they help you understand the business because you came in so late? Or did you see or observe also from your husband uh, how he would run the business? Sorry? Would you would you observe from your husband how he run the business or is it from your staff that you learned? How did my, you learn how to... My, no, my own... Uh, I have routine things were going on but the day by day the time is going on things are new, new things are introducing in the market. So that is of course I am doing. Not the staff. And, and, and the original recipes were from your father-in-law? Yeah. Kumchandri? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only that and fish car. Only that fish car. Other though, my husband uh, did uh, a lot in helping Mughlai and Chinese. At that time, Chinese was not there. That my husband did. How did he find all those recipes? Did, did he have chefs or did he, you know, was he interested in cooking? Main is uh, basic things. We don't add yeah. too, too many masalas. We don't do. But the thing... They, which are essential to the to make. I don't. We don't use too much masala, and uh, good quality things. All these and things. and you, you did not feel tempted to introduce your own recipes in the restaurant. Are you into cooking? Do you like cooking? I love cooking. I'm a very good cook also. So you did not introduce your own recipes into the kitchen. Anything. I did many things. Yeah. Like, which are your introductions? Fish, we introduced new, not Kolivada, the Hadi fish, then Malvani fish, then what is that, Lambik fish it calls, Surmai, all these I introduced after my husband. You know, that is one more thing about gravy. Then uh, biryani and gravy. Biryani and gravy. Yeah. And chicken so biryani. Chicken biryani, fish biryani, prawns biryani. So those are your introductions? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, so when you go to Hazara and you have the prawn, chicken, fish, biryani, or, or the this thing, please remember all of those are Urmila Ji's recipes. So it's like eating in uh, her house. And you know, that is the thing about uh, the Punjabi families who open restaurants in India and across the world, they, they took in local influences because they saw themselves 
as citizens of that place. So they were no longer citizens of Punjab, of Khyber, of Hazara, but they were Mumbaikers. So, you know, there's a Mumbai influence. So there's Malwani food. Uh, there is Hyderabadi food. There's Chinese. And if I say myself, some might say she's proud, but I am proud. I have eaten food in Khyber also. But if you come and go to both the places, then you tell me. But you know, that is the mark. You know, whenever I've eaten good they food fiber, anywhere. Fiber and our recipes are almost good. Yes. So, no, I, of course, mean Khyber, where your grandfather had come from, sorry, father-in-law had come from. But you're also talking about the Khyber restaurant. But you know, this is what I've seen across the world. Whenever I have gone to a place where uh, the food is very nice, and it doesn't matter whether it's a five-star or street food or a family-run place like this, it is always the passion and involvement of the people who run it. I am there. Like, yes, like you said, ma'am, that you, you go even there I'm every day. Even if I'm not feeling good, no. Still, I feel very sorry uh, if I don't go there for a week. In, even in lockdown, I was feeling very sick type that I'm not going to my restaurant. And so mm -hmm. attached to that place. Look at her spirit. Urmila ji is 75 plus. Um, you know, I am 30 years younger than her. Many of you watching are maybe 30 years younger than me, hopefully. And we sometimes feel that, oh God, life has been so tough to us. Or we are so tired. We don't want to do this. Oh, our job is so horrible. Uh, you know, I, I want to do something else. But look at her spirit. She has taken on the restaurant as her baby. And I think that that is a great lesson to us that whatever work we do, our office or whether it's our own business, we should look at it as our own baby. Then that will change the way we look at work. Because sometimes babies can be difficult, right? Right, Udmila ji? You have babies, you have grandbabies. Babies can be difficult. But a mother or a father doesn't give up uh, on the baby. This is the main thing my restaurant I'm running. That, yes. feeling, that feeling is there. Yes, so she, she goes to the restaurant uh, twice a day. And, and you will expect that, okay, maybe if it's this... Uh, you know, if it's a grandma coming into the restaurant, she will just be cooking. But no, she has, she is working with their staff, giving, you know, leading them as a captain, making them feel like family, you know, and, and learning from them. And she's you know, focusing on hygiene so that the customers get the best. She's keeping an eye on how things are running. She's looking at the financial part. And remember, all of this, she didn't start at the age of 16 or 26. But, at, you know, we have all these lists of 30 under 30, 20 under 20, 40 under 40, which are great achievements. But what about 75 over 75? I mean, you're, you're, it is uh, so amazing, ma'am. And uh, so, you know, you spoke about the... One more thing I, one more thing yes. I would like to add. Yes. In, in the restaurant line, there are a lot of uh, taxes going on out. A lot of hmm. taxes. Whether you have business, whether you don't have business. So what I did, I kept another Hazara restaurant account separate. And one is regular, whatever we give checks and all that for the business. So every day, whether we, it is a dry day, whether it is holiday, whether we have, uh, our sale is less, every day I put 8,000 in that account. So when oh, GST comes, when GST comes, VAT comes, advance income tax comes, excise comes, I don't have any worry. I just give from that. That is another amazing thing to learn from because we all crib, you know, whether it's our business or our, our incomes that we have to pay taxes, we have to pay rent, we have to pay staff. 
but look at the attitude okay we have to pay that that is a fact of life so instead of crying about that let's plan for it so it is such an amazing attitude man uh, so um that is certain amazing attitude that yes taxes are a fact of life rent is a fact of life for people staff salary is a fact of life but if that is life then plan for it instead of cribbing about planning it is a, and planning is a must in every business. planning is a must planning is a must and and i can see your passion because and the involvement which you feel because when you said that uh, during the pandemic uh, you were not allowed to go to a restaurant because of safety and health reasons you 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 are you are uncomfortable with that so tell me a bit about this period uh, during the pandemic and how you have captained and led hazara restaurant ahead because there's going to be learning for a lot of people uh, because this has been a very tough period for people but how did you keep the business afloat and so you can start and you learn yeah, yeah. yeah you are telling us about the pandemic and and how you took on it yeah yeah because uh, i didn't uh, have any problem one my nature was such to grow more and more and more and uh, when i go when i entered into the business all things were into routine only of course i grew a lot i did a lot uh, renovation i did dishes i added more but the things were in routine work so i didn't find any difficulty in that my husband left me in a very comfortable state no, but ma'am when the when the corona pandemic happened and the lockdown oh, that, happened that was, yeah that time so even i had lost some tension i was in tension there was no so money how, how did you uh, then move on what did you do what happened what happened i i am having staff of 32 people with me so in march uh, 22 i gave them surgery, uh, salary and nobody told me that they are going all of a sudden i heard that they have left sabka kapda kapda udhar dal ke they kept their thing and they went away in a truck i got shocked what will i do i didn't know that this is going to shut for many months and all that yes Yes. But, uh, again, again, my blessings of my father-in-law, my husbands, two two persons. They were the, all these were in Bihar, so they went together. So one Chinese cook and one waiter. They were from uh, Uttarakhand, so they didn't get any facility to go, so they stayed there. Then I thought, okay, now, so I don't know how long it is going to be. So and one my manager who stays over there, and one barman, four people. so i promised them till the restaurant is shut i will give you half salary whether there is a work because to keep in your hand no you you must have somebody in your hand all yes. of a sudden all of a sudden they announce abhi restaurant khol do then what will yes. i do so i kept all those four people in my hand and i gave them half half salaries and took care of their uh, daily eating things I used to give them with five five thousand rupees. When it gets over, I'll give you again five thousand to buy your uh, provisions. Okay, expenses. So slowly, slowly, in the beginning, we had little difficulty. They came. Then we had to arrange. They were not coming. They are also very smart. Abhi gadi nahi hai. Abhi kaise aayenge? Then we main six people we gave sent ticket from here. Tandoor wala main cook. Helper, 
barbecue wala those five people we sent tickets from here and they came from bihar yeah. they came back from bihar yeah jharkhand no darbhanga the other 20 people again they were sitting we can't come we then we arrange a bus for them wow we, we paid for the bus and they came from the bus now i am uh, good with my staff they all are there and what about the hygiene and all of that how are you maintaining that i have to take care of i have to these though four people they were there no i was giving them salary half salary so every day they were cleaning the restaurant every week we were uh, sanitizing the restaurant please without it was shut then also so look look at her spirit i mean the 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 lockdown happened the pandemic happened and it shook everyone it affected every business including uh, hers as well but um, urmila ji i think because she looked at the restaurant as her baby and and as her promise uh, to her husband to her uh, late father in law as well so she would not give up so she planned for it she she looked at the business reality uh, of it she planned for it she did whatever was required to get uh, the business going and probably you know instead of uh, you know thinking why this why that you know with this cold precision which is required uh, sometimes it is important to uh, urmila ji do you feel sometimes it is important not to get very emotional when you are running a business but just do it as a matter of fact emotionally emotionally i went little down i am telling you frankly because i was five months five months i did not step out of my room yes i am from one room to other room to other but one thing was kept me comfortably emotionally is a different thing emotionally i was quite upset and my daughters they used to tell me come come but starting two three months i did not go after that i went and stayed with them for a week but main thing helped me was my saving uh, my nature is because financially uh, everybody was very stressed yes. so for 5 months to give salary to them to give them eating and every day every week i used to give them 10000 rupees and one of my manager he got sick i had to take care of his him also so the my saving helped me a lot i think that is one thing which my generation has learned from uh, you our parents my mother as well because like i said my mother raised my brother and i uh, we lost my father when i was uh, you know 9 years old and my brother was just about a year i i think we have learned or at least i have learned from you for the importance of saving so i think that that is uh, something which the future generation really needs to uh, learn yeah one thing so, i forgot to one thing yes. i want to tell uh during uh, covid period lo when i was we were expecting our staff to come so we sanitized all our restaurant and uh, keep the things ready uh, that uh, that gun for temperature yeah, yeah. temperature all things we kept ready before that so i think that this is a great lesson from what urmila ji just told us uh, for people who are running businesses where people like me who are freelancers or even otherwise like as a general attitude in life that okay there might be things which will happen which will put you down emotionally mentally financially but to keep saving so have your savings so that even in tough times you can keep going also if you uh, at one point detach your emotions from what you have to do to get ahead and work so then you can't get very emotional that why are they not coming why are they not this thing 
but see what has to be done to make it happen and go ahead and and what you've done is so uh, amazing main thing main thing it was not only with me it was in the whole world so yes. there's uh, there's also there is little hope that it will get solved yes uh, that is true that every person if in the world is, if one person is suffering it is too much but the whole world is suffering so yes. little little consolation we get yes the whole world is suffering and and like you said we are in it together but from people like you we get inspiration ma'am thank you so, so much so ma'am any, any before we close anything which you would like to tell to uh, all of us uh, you know that any any learnings which you had in life which you feel that we can uh, learn from uh, or you you know benefit from my learning i'll tell you it's a some inborn qualities i must say some of my parents quality they gave me so some of the uh or, my, or what is your what is your advice my nature of learning and doing hard work all this what is your advice like for example if you were sitting with your say your your grandchildren like uh, for example akanksha yeah. who helped us you know yeah. set this business uh, interview and she was wearing a mask by the way uh, while she was doing it what what advice would you give to your 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 grandchildren their friends to us what advice would you give us if a person is entering into a new restaurant line actually it's a very tough line very tough line so for that uh, one must have to be planning they have to spend some time with themselves how much uh, uh, efficiency they have money knowledge manpower to to tackle with so many departments there is a bmc police a shop and establishment fire brigade health department then uh, licenses for ssfa license uh, entertainment and so many things is the person who's going to start is the is got knowledge or capacity to end up to tackle all these things another thing if they don't have any knowledge and they really want they have money they want to invest they can take a right advice from somebody some good people there are some agencies also they guide you but without planning without getting satisfaction without a place you should not start ki chalo bhi karze se le liya bank se loan le liya that is not a good thing if you have good financial then only you should think and all the knowledge you must have and you should do one thing you should be honest to your business honest to your business i think those are words of wisdom uh, urmila ji which you've given us i mean she was talking in the context of if you're going to start a food business but even otherwise if you're going to start something new a lot of thorough planning uh, has to go into it planning and, and, is a and yes planning is a must like she said they might be planning sometimes when you planning knowledge planning yes i was coming to the second part so planning is very important you should do a lot of groundwork before you start something new and i need i think i also need to imbibe that the second is that uh, you should have knowledge of the field which you're getting into sometimes like she said you might not have the knowledge but you might have the interest in which case uh, there's no harm no taking advice from your friends yeah there is no harm taking advice from people before, because sometimes before, before starting before starting before starting because you know sometimes we feel uh, you know 
a bit embarrassed to ask advice or we think we know everything uh -huh. but no she said urmila ji says that there's no harm and the third thing urmila ji said is that be honest to your business and she has showed that in her life like you know the way she has treated hazara restaurant the way she has treated uh, her husband harbansi and her uh, father in law hukum chand ji's uh, legacy as her own the way she's looked at her staff as her own the customers as her own that shows ma'am what you were saying when you said that uh, loyalty and honesty to the business whenever i see some crowd like in a doana drinking not a man but like a family or whom i know i just go and ask them also how's the food how's the service are you satisfied satisfaction is very happy very happy so that they also should know that somebody is there to inquire aisa hi nahi chal raha you know you know I'm, I'm, the food in hazara uh, you know is is fabulous and it's legendary and it has started uh, you know uh, is a backbone of the restaurant industry in a sense in mumbai but nothing can be as nice as you know the smile ma'am of urmila ji when you when you're there and and you know before ending i, I must say that first of all our our prayers are with you that that the smile stays forever and and i want to and and i want you to know that in 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 our terms uh, you are truly a rock star yeah, i mean you 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 are truly a legend thank you so much i mean we have so much uh, to learn from you i mean the way you've uh, put yourself into the business the way you've restarted your life at the age of 65 and you know it's been 10 years since then and you're going strong the way you fell into depression at the loss of your loved one but then got up my god i mean through this conversation i mean no movie can leave you so inspired uh, as as this chat but it is all summed up ma'am in in the smile of yours and and whatever be the situation may the smile always be with you thank you thank, thank you so much thank you so thank much you. nice meeting you nice meeting you and and you know now i'm really praying for the lockdown and the, everything to end so that i can I go to hazara please come to and, and meet you in person and and to uh, for those watching hazara is a restaurant in sain koliwara in in mumbai so whether you're from mumbai or anywhere in the world you have to go there because it is one of the earliest punjabi restaurants in the city and it is a restaurant which is has given the fish koliwara which accord along with the vada pav misal pav pav bhaji is one of the most legendary dishes of mumbai so you cannot come to mumbai and not go to uh, hazara and and thank you so much umila ji for joining Joy. us and I, and it was uh, my, my thank you so my much umila ji it was it was absolutely fabulous and and wish you good health happiness and and keep smiling thank you